all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities. Good morning. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. It's Friday and we're only a few hours away from the long weekend. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day so that you can spend just a little longer planning for that weekend. The Reserve Bank of India's annual report shows that the central bank's total income more than doubled in 2018-19, allowing it to transfer a significantly higher surplus of 1.23 lakh crore to the government of India. The RBI annual report showed that the central bank had a total income of 1.93 lakh crore for the last financial year. That's up nearly 150% from the previous year. Meanwhile, bank frauds in India have jumped 74% by value, driven by loan-related incidents. The total amount involved in fraudulent transactions rose to over 71,500 crore rupees in the last financial year. That's according to the RBI's annual report. As much as 90% of those transactions are accounted for by public sector banks. The SL Group has agreed to sell some of its operating solar assets to Gautam Adani's conglomerate as the Z Group promoters continue to sell assets to repay lenders. SL Infra Projects and SL Green Energy sold 205 megawatt solar farms to Adani Green Energy at an enterprise value of 1,300 crore rupees, according to separate statements. The transaction for the sale of units located in Punjab, Karnataka and Uttar Pradesh is expected to be completed by the 15th of October. SEBI has exonerated three former senior executives of the National Stock Exchange from allegations of dereliction of duty in providing preferential access to some brokers and traders through co-location service. But it asked the boss to initiate action against two. Subramanyam Anand, former Chief Strategy Officer, and Umesh Jain and Ravi Apte, who are former Chief Technology Officers at the NSE, were let off charges of failing to perform their duty. The regulator, however, held that Mahesh Soparkar and Devi Prasad Singh, former heads of product support and management teams, failed to discharge their duties and asked that they be investigated. Ikra yesterday removed Naresh Takkar as Managing Director and Group Chief Executive Officer a month after he was sent on forced leave. This comes after the Securities and Exchange Board of India raised concerns over the company's ratings on debt-ridden infrastructure leasing and financial services. Government-owned Air India has sought help from the government as it continues to grapple with mounting debt. Its chairman and managing director Ashwani Lohani said yesterday that the airline definitely requires some funds to meet the gap and that while he expects the airline to post an operating profit this year, debt servicing will remain a huge problem. When asked how long Air India can survive without an equity infusion, Lohani responded that it was a difficult question to answer. He admitted that even if Air India becomes the market leader, it won't be able to service its debt. Growth in the Indian economy is expected to have moderated further in the April to June quarter, with high-frequency indicators and corporate commentary suggesting weakness in consumption in urban and rural areas. India's GDP growth rate in the first quarter is expected to fall 
to 5.7% from 8% a year ago. That's according to a Bloomberg poll of 30 economists. The growth number will be released this evening. In international news, President Donald Trump said that the US and China would talk trade following signs from Beijing that it won't immediately retaliate against the latest tariff increase by the US. But by early afternoon in Washington, neither side had confirmed whether a conversation had taken place. The announcement comes as Trump is under increasing pressure from Republican senators who say that uncertainty on trade is contributing to a U.S. economic slowdown. In international markets, U.S. stocks gained with all three averages rising over a percent. In fact, the tech-heavy Nasdaq climbed nearly 1.5 percent. And the three early risers in Asia have followed their U.S. peers higher on hopes of a cooling down of trade tensions. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we likely to end the week? Hi Alex, good morning. Good morning everyone. The global queues are decent. Uh, the US markets were up over 1%. Uh, Japan is up 1%. But the SDX Nifty is indicating a flat outlook at this point of time. But some stocks that we need to watch out for. Watch out for Hindalco. According to a news report by Reuters, the EU regulators will approve the $2.6 billion Novelis' acquisition of Eleris and that is as per sources. Novelis will ease European Commission's concern as it may sell Eleris' Belgian plant. Graf Finance, there will be a block deal in which HDFC will sell 9.2% stake or 6.7 crore shares in the company via block deal. This is as per the offer document that was seen. The likely deal is uh, at a 3% discount to Thursday's closing price according to the term sheet. Watch out for Adani Green as well as Z Entertainment today. They have signed a definitive agreement to acquire 10 renewable power-based companies from SL Group. The 10 companies are valued at an enterprise value of 1300 crores. SL Group's total solar portfolio is 685 megawatt, out of which 310 megawatt is currently operational. And out of this 310, they have sold almost uh, these 10 power plants. Macquarie believes that uh, the funds will be utilized for reduction of promoted debt at SL. ICRA terminates the employment of CEO and MD Naresh Thakkar with immediate effect. PNC Infratech is declared as the lowest bidder for NHAI's EPC project in Lucknow for a quoted price of 1062 crores. Lemon Tree, yesterday Maplewood Investment sold in 4.9 crore shares. Franklin Templeton Mutual Fund and Van Eck Funds were the buyers. And in Apollo Pipes, the promoter Sanjay Gupta acquired 6 lakh shares in a bulk deal. Finally, some brokerages. Morgan Stanley has cut the target price of Access Bank to 975 from 1100. They've cut the FY20 and 21 EPS by 8% and 10% respectively due to higher credit cost assumptions. JP Morgan cuts Nalco's target to 35 from 54. They believe valuations are historically cheap, but they prefer aluminium over aluminium. Aluminium price outlook looks weak according to them given the muted Chinese aluminium production growth and multiple global aluminium expansion projects. Finally, UBS has raised SBI Life's target to 980 from 860. They believe that the premium growth ahead of the private peers and the market share gains should continue for the company. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloomberquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely weekend. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 